with some new numbers from Statistics Canada on family violence. It says police reported family violence has increased for the fifth consecutive year in Canada and some believe and not surprisingly that the pandemic is one of the major reasons. The report says there were 127,082 victims of police reported violence committed by spouses, parents, children, siblings or extended family members in 2021. Women and girls represented almost 70 percent of family violence victims. It is the fifth consecutive year that there's been an increase. Let's get into it with Olivia Street, who is with the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Olivia, welcome to 630 Chad. Hi there. Thanks for having me on the show today. Oh, Olivia, I'm really pleased that you're able to join us uh, this afternoon. So, you know what? I think we've we've discussed this over the past two years. During the pandemic, we saw those numbers rise. And, of course, these numbers, looking back at last year, we see the numbers rise. It It isn't necessarily surprising that the pandemic played a role in an increase given the situation that um, some people found themselves in with not being able to get out of the house. That's so true. Um, in fact, you know, violence against women and gender-based violence has been called the shadow pan- pandemic mm-hmm. exactly for that reason, because it happens, you know, um, it is actually the, the circumstances around the pandemic made it almost uh, easier for abusers to to keep people um, in those types of circumstances because they weren't able to reach out uh, for help in some of the same ways that they might have been uh, able to otherwise. And, and well, and that's it. They, they weren't able to uh, reach out. Uh, they necessarily didn't want to go to uh, a shelter because of, um, of COVID. So there was a lot of things at play, weren't there? That's right. And it, w- it was interesting to note, too, that over the pandemic, um, the, uh, the number of outreach services really went up for shelters. So that's um, services where they can support people who are still in the community who might be experiencing domestic violence, but um, were unable to or, or not wanting to go into shelter at that time. So we did always share the message that, you know, you don't need to stay in a shelter to get help from one, that uh, people can help you over the phone. There's always someone at a shelter that can, that can help support. Olivia, some of the numbers um, that were released said that among the the victims in 2021, there was a large increase in the rate of level one sexual assault um, of these of this police uh, reported uh, family violence. So it was the family violence reported to police, and uh, level two uh, sex assaults uh, went up as well. What does that tell you about? about what was happening. Well, I think it speaks to the fact that there are a lot of different types of violence and abuse that can occur within a home. You know, it's not always just physical. It's not always just sexual. It can be financial, Mm -hmm. emotional, spiritual. There are so many types of ways of coercive control and basically people trying to have control over their partner. Um, You know, something important to note, too, like when we talk about family violence, you know, it's not just intimate partner violence, but it does include other family members. Um, We have two members uh, in the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters who are seen specific shelters too so they support seniors and older adults and they've definitely seen skyrocketing numbers in terms of the of the people that they're supporting a lot of increases in abuse towards older adults as well uh, seniors abuse and I know the uh, yeah, financial abuse so many things there uh, Olivia so I, I think what what's really important to note about these numbers as well is that these numbers were only um, the cases that were actually reported to police. So what does that tell you about 
what more is happening. That's correct. Uh, we know for a fact that a lot of cases go unreported, especially when it comes to domestic violence and sexual violence. So you really know that this is just the tip of the iceberg. For every reported case, you know, there are a lot more cases that go unreported. So again, we just always stress the message, you know, there is help available. Um, if people need to reach out for support, we have a list of shelters on our website at acws.ca. They can find a shelter in their community. There's contact information for shelters there. And they're really just a great point of, of contact for advice and um, for people that need help for themselves or for somebody else. Olivia Street from the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters joining us this afternoon. These new numbers were uh, released from Statist Statistics Canada uh, regarding um, family violence throughout 2021. One of the other numbers, and again, it's 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 something that of course you know um and and for those who are working on the front lines at at shelters and um they know that these numbers but in 2021 there were 90 homicide victims killed by an intimate partner those numbers uh, three quarters of them uh women and girls uh those numbers those numbers specifically continue to go up as well and that's devastating news it's absolutely tragic and I just think something really important to note too is that um, danger assessment scores which is a validated tool that shelters use to help mm -hmm. measure a person's risk of being killed by a current or former partner have been extremely high over the past um, years. Uh, we do put out a data release every year where we mm -hmm. document this and um, our data release for this year is coming out a little bit later probably in November or early December um, which will speak to that specifically but just from what we can see in the past several years, um, people are at higher and higher risk of severity of violence and at risk of being killed by their partner or ex-partner. So can it, can we place the full blame, you know, of these increasing numbers on the, uh, on the pandemic or is there more to it? Um, you know, when we take a look at um, legislation, we take a look at, um, you know, uh, the laws around things, we take a look about uh, offenders and how they're handled. I mean, w what else can we say okay you know what we have to get we have to change and we have to get right yeah great question i mean it's a complex problem with a lot of factors i think that are contributing to it and certainly the pandemic certainly didn't help uh, it's just one of many compounding mm -hmm. factors um I think too, like, you know, another arm of the work we do is in prevention work. So yes. it's not just in violence intervention, but also what can we be doing to kind of change the culture of misogyny and violence um, before it becomes these tragic cases. So uh, in our case, the, the prevention arm of ACWS is called Leading Change, and they do a lot of training, a lot of workshops, a lot of work with sports teams mm -hmm. and various organizations to really kind of like prevent, do this preventative work uh, where we can change culture uh, and hopefully in the long term, you know, see these numbers go down. Yeah, and you know, we talked about the Leading Change program on uh, on on the show, I think uh, last week or the week prior, That's and right. uh, you know, some great work there as as well. There's There's been some folks that are saying that the the federal government needs to to implement a national action plan on gender-based violence that um, intimate partner violence needs to be declared uh, an epidemic what would that do if, if you can answer that what would that do and you know what kind of pressure um, does organizations like the ACWS continue to put on uh, the levels of government to to make things tougher um, for for offenders Absolutely. I mean, that's a great question, and it's it's happening at all levels of government. Um, for example, the 
Women's Shelters Canada did a lot of great work around getting that national action plan kind of going um, on a federal level, and we've been supporting that on a provincial level. So we put out a position statement, you know, on how to advance that national mm-hmm. action plan in Alberta, and we use that as sort of an entry point um, for conversations with folks in government, um, and for you know all sorts of people that can stand to influence the situation because it really is a systemic problem that requires a lot of intervention from different angles. Um, we can all do our best as individuals, but there are some systemic things as well that I think that need to change over time to help um, stop this violence from happening. Well, and we know that change doesn't happen just overnight, but uh, certainly in this case, I, I wish it could. You know, and I, and I know that uh, all, of, all of the people at the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters feel the same way. Absolutely. And I think, you know, if the public wants to know, like, things you can do to try and help make a difference, Mm -hmm. um, definitely try to donate to your local shelter if it's within your capability to do so, because uh, they really are on the front lines, as you said earlier. And, um, you know, not not every shelter in our province is even government funded. So there might be a shelter in your community that really needs that support. And they're the ones that are doing that heavy lifting and and helping survivors on the front lines. Olivia, I sure appreciate you making time for us this afternoon. Thanks for uh, thanks for the conversation. Thank you so much for talking about it with us. Yep, you bet. Uh, Olivia Street is the Coordinator of Communications and Social Advocacy at the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Again, uh, the police reported cases of family violence. Uh, The numbers from Statistics Canada saying that they've increased for the fifth consecutive year in Canada. Um, And, you know, a lot of folks thinking that, of course, it had to do with a pandemic, but it's just not the pandemic, obviously. But the pandemic certainly didn't help the situation of 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 those who were trying to get out of a dangerous, uh, potentially life-threatening situation, and 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 they didn't know where to go, what to do, and you know, concerned about getting sick.